Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 390. One advice, just be honest with what you're doing. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. 2015 marks Covercraft's 50th anniversary. They've manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit with over 80,000 patterns and growing. You can choose from dozens of fabric options and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. Made in the USA, Covercraft is the right choice. I've protected my special rides with their covers for over 40 years, and you should too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Jan Janu. Jan, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready. All right. Great to have you here. Jan Janu is a fine artist who lives just outside of Paris, France. He graduated in 1992 from Art Center College of Design with a degree in automobile design. But since 1993, he paints exclusively racing cars, and racing scenes, aiming to capture the excitement of the pits, qualifying, and to convey the exuberance of teams and the intensity of the connection between man and machine. His paintings portray power, speed, technology, elegance, and the unique. He exhibits throughout Europe and the United States and has created posters for racing venues, including the 24-hour of Le Mans, as well as work for major automobile manufacturers. So, Jan, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a little moment and share a little bit more about your career and your passion for automobiles and racing? So, to be short, I knew since a long time that I wanted to do to have something connected with automotive. And I, I start more to go in more engineer ways, and then I, I went back to design, and actually I'm doing arts. And uh, I'm still happy with this choice. And uh, I'm also involved in uh, racing cars. Uh, I mean, historic racing cars in riding. And that's my life today, painting and doing that. So you, do you actually participate in historic racing events? Yes, I do, as a co-driver. I'm just coming back from the Corsica Tour. You know, it's in Corsica, south of France was part and it's still part of the world championship, but we we are doing that in historic car, but the same way. It's really racing and it's it's really uh, interesting and voting. It's uh yeah. Well you sent me some pictures of a older Porsche that I believe you were a part of or active in. Could you talk a little bit about that car before we get into some of the questions? Yeah, that was uh, this year I was not with that car, but I, I did races. I did yeah racing with, with this Porsche 910, 
uh, during six or seven years as a co-driver. And uh, we, we did uh, the Tour de France many times. We, we went on different track and also the Corsica Tour and some other races. And uh, that's really fantastic car. It's really small. I'm not a tall guy, so it's, for me, it's really nice to have this, this size. And it's the flat six. It's, um, there's nothing else to do about that. <laughs> Yes, well, the 910 is one of my favorite historic Porsches. You are so fortunate to be able to co-drive in that car, oh my gosh, and to participate in events like that. When I saw those pictures, I got really excited. I went, oh my goodness, this is a very cool car, very cool guy, and I love your artwork. It's absolutely fantastic. The style and the way that you paint is so unique and different. It really emits a lot of emotion, I believe, and We'll learn a little bit more about that as we move through our interview here. But first, I'd like to ask you for a success quote. It's some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a really great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Jan, take the wheel. Yeah, that's um, the success. I mean, I was not really looking for that. I was as you were saying, just express myself and my way of doing art in cars is it's not doing uh, illustration, it's giving your emotion, your sensation. And it was important to be, for example, a code writer to, to, to gain this, this, this knowledge. And, um, and because you express yourself the, the way you are and the, the way you feel uh, things going on, the success came just just on the way. I mean, so actively participating in racing venues gave you a different perspective than maybe painters that don't actually race in the way you transfer that onto the canvas. Is that what has worked for you? Partly, yes. When you're outside, you don't see the cars the same way. I know it's it's easier to be outside to see the shape of car, but living in the car with the car, I mean, you. For me, a car is a quite complex structure, and uh, you have the shape and the body, like the skin, and then what's inside, like every component, earth, and so on. If you're in also, you're getting part of it, and you, you feel it differently. That's part of my life. I mean, I like to, to, to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very obvious, and uh, I'll tell our listeners that I, I've known about Jan's artwork for a long time, but I got to see it up close and personal on the lawn at Pebble Beach this past summer to see a display of his artwork there. And the emotion that is in the brush strokes and the use of colors and the way things, the surrounding kind of mixes in with the car, if you will, your paintings are not photographic in their nature. They're very painterly. They're very loose and fluid and they emit a lot of emotion. So I, I see what you're saying in the way it transposes into your artwork. It's really, really beautiful. Would you share a story with me and the listeners that instigated your passion for cars? Was there a pivotal moment back in your life, maybe when you were a young man, little boy, or maybe it came later, when you really knew you were a car guy? As a lot of people start really when I was really young, I don't remember a lot of things. The, the main thing that 
my father always liked to, to, to go really fast. And at that time in Europe, it's, it was really quite easy. I mean, you didn't have uh, so much uh, speed limits and so on. And that was the first feeling I, I do remember with cars. And that was really exciting. But after I start, when I was maybe 13 or 14, I started to look by myself at racing cars. I don't know why, what, what was the, the interest in that, the speed, but the rest, I don't know why. And, uh, but at the same time, I, I start to be interested in art also. I said, yeah, that was the, for the beginning of my conscience, <laughs> in a way. Sure. No, that makes a world of sense. And living in Europe, where you can get to so many different events very quickly, uh, with all the different racing events that happen in Europe, from road racing to tracks all over Europe, that is a great advantage you have versus those of us in the United States, where everything is so spread apart. It takes a long time to go 3,000 miles across the country to get to a racetrack if you want to go see a race, versus jumping on a train in Europe and being there in an hour or two. So definitely an advantage. But did your father have uh, some interesting cars when you were a young man that he liked to drive fast? He, he always have, has a BMW. BMW? Oh, okay. Yeah, so he has the, the old ranch, I, I can say. Uh, he, he likes to drive fast, but he was not a car fan already. But uh, it gave me the, the fever, in a way. <laughs> yeah, sometimes our parents can pass down that fever. That's not a bad fever to pass down. Oh. So, Jan, I would love to crawl under the hood, as I like to say, and have you talk a little bit about a huge challenge that you faced along the way in your career. Maybe it was even a failure that you faced along the way. Making a living as an artist is a, a big challenge many times for people. But the most important part of this is how did you overcome that particular challenge or failure? What did it teach you? What did you learn from it? I can have more than one story, but I can take the story with the, um, this poster for the 24 Hours of Le Mans. I did co contact the guy years before, and uh, he was telling me we're just using photos. They changed the director, and, and uh, the, the guy phoned me and came at my place. And he was still saying, uh, I'm not, I will not do the poster with you, but can I, I'd like to do, uh, that you, you do a design for me. And that was a project to uh, redesign the Facel Vega company. You, so I had to, to make a Facel design for the big one, for the small one, the interior. And I did that for two or three months. It was just sketching. And he came back to me, and I believe he was happy with the results. And I didn't know nothing at that time. And then he said, okay, that's fine. And now you're going to do the poster. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He was just willing to, to, to see if I was able to manage this project first. And so he can give me the other one. Your challenge then was to bring them into a whole new area with their posters, which they'd always done photographs, and now you were going to change things quite a bit, right? Yeah, uh, that was another challenge because uh, I was the, the, the painter, there was the, this uh, track director, and then there was some publicists too. And they were discussing, I was with them, they were discussing um, what would 
on what will be the focus on for the race. And the year before, there was the, this um, uh, crash with the Mercedes. You remember when the Mercedes went high on the on the line, and the publicists say that's the the image we want. That's the kind of image we want. And as a painter, and also kind of I like to drive, I don't really like this image. But there was no way to discuss with them. They, oh. they, they say we have to find you have to find an image, maybe not that one, but really strong one, as strong as it is. And I came back with some different image, and uh, I did one with the actually it's one of the two poster I did for them. Uh, you have the car in the background in fire and just that was my idea just to show that they were they, nobody was involved in the in the crash the driver was in front of the car just working and the the second images was just the driver was just pushing the car actually there, there was a big fight inside the ACO the organizer between, I mean, some people. And uh, they asked the, the guy to remove the poster because they did they want the image the, that the car was in fire. And they tried to avoid also the second one, saying that you don't have the right to push a car. We know that that's not in the rules, but a lot of people are doing that. And it's just an expression of a race, I mean... That was a big fight, but he, the guys kept the, the second one, but removed the first one. So, yeah, that was strange challenge. <laughs> well, you know, it's very interesting, and having been involved in art myself, uh, when you integrate art into a decision process amongst a group of people, especially a sanctioning group like Lamont, and try to emit the emotion of an art piece versus a photograph, which is very simple for people to look at and go, oh, it's a car on a racetrack, it brings a whole other element into it, I think, and that interfighting that happens. So, you know, it's great that you were able to overcome that and present them with something that they were finally happy with and, and bring them into a new era, if you will, with their posters by using artwork, which is absolutely wonderful. They did have used some artwork before, but it was a long time, and they did uh, in in the 60s, but uh, yeah, I was quite happy to have that. Uh, actually, uh, I really love to have, for me, there's three main events. I mean, even if I do prefer some other, but in the world, it's Le Mans, Indianapolis, the 500 miles, and uh, Monaco. And I like to do poster of those three events. I did Le Mans. I'd like to do the Indianapolis race. And I know already what I will do as a, as a painting. <laughs> so, Well, I hope that you get to do those someday. That would be absolutely fantastic. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I like to call an aha moment, or maybe in, in France, voila, <laughs> a voila moment. Uh, and tell us about a time in your career when you had your voila, aha moment, and what steps did you take to make that a success for you? I mean, this moment happened, um, I was doing an exhibition in Belgium in 2004, yeah, 2004, a big exhibition. Some Somebody just let me 
really a, a kind of a factory, a big old factory. And um, the show was nice, but I wanted to, to get somewhere else. Uh, I came back at home and start to, to paint a uh, human, human face. <laughs> so it's totally new for me. I mean, just far away from, from cars. But, and the, the first painting uh, I started with was um, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Well, that's a start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Christian, but that was uh, just like the car. I wanted to show what, how, uh, how I express myself in painting, and not only with cars, also with somebody else, something else. And the Christ is, is so known. It's really a universal figure today, and you can go really far with that. So I, I start to do four of them with the, you know, my paintings. So with the same range of colors for one of each. Wow. I love it when artists do this, when they make a big pivot move and they shift and go in a completely different direction. It could be in the same field. Maybe it's still painting cars, but in a completely different way. I've had so many artists here on the show on Cars, yeah, and I've had several that have done that, that have started doing something completely new and different that is very just way outside of their comfort zone and they start to explore some things that sometimes take them in a very very nice track so that's great i love the way that you did that let's talk a little bit about proudest moments in your career i would assume you've had many you've received awards and things but is there one in particular you could share with us uh really proud moment i mean the best moment, it's one, I mainly have commissions. Uh, and the best time for me, uh, it's when the painting is finished and uh, I just show it to the owner and just to, to see his first reaction. And you can see it from the beginning. And, it's, and sometimes you're really proud because you see that the, the owner, the, the new owner is just just taking it that spot it already. And uh, yeah, that's one of the best parts. I would think so. That sounds awesome. Let's have a little bit of fun here. Would you share with me your first really special car and maybe a memory you have with that car? Oh, my first car. Yeah, it was a two CV, <laughs> two chevaux. Oh, two chevaux. <laughs> oui, oui. A friend guy. So that's the first car we should have. Yeah, and at that time I didn't have my driving license. <laughs> I was using it, and um, we went on the field, and, and when we get stopped on the, you know, with a lot of water and uh, oh, in the mud. Yeah, and we went too. And uh, normally with a dishful, you can go go out of or get rid of all those things. I mean. That's what they're saying. <laughs> sure, yeah. And, and the, I asked my, my friend to, to help me to push the car from, from outside. And he pushed it, he, he put it himself in the front of the car and was putting the, the reverse gear. So he, he was just totally uh, marron. <laughs> oh, so. How you call when it's a mix of uh, ground and uh, water? Mud. 
Ah. And <laughs> so it went on, on the back, and at the same time, I was just taking the first gear, and, and it happens again. And for me, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Those cars can usually go anywhere. I mean, they can go over all sorts of terrain. Yes, but uh, I mean, we, we, we took the car back. It works. I mean, we, we went back with the car. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How about seller's remorse? Is there a car that you've owned, that you sold, that you really wish you had back in your garage? There's one. That was the, the, the only um, funny car. I mean, not funny, but sportive car I had. It was a Porsche 911, a 3-liter. And uh, yeah, I wish I, I can uh, have it back, yeah. It was the SC. It's for uh, 81 or 82 Oh, yes. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, beautiful cars. Those are great cars. Maybe someday we can get another one of those into your garage so you can have have some fun. I'm I'm working on it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, we all are. How about current projects? Is there some kind of work you're doing right now that really has you excited and fired up? Yes, there's one project, actually. It's the first time I'm doing this car, and it's uh, about... um, Bentley uh, Speed 6 from the 30s. Ooh. So it's the f- first time I'm doing it all the way with uh, those Bentley, and uh, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a nice car, and it's, it's really massive. It's really different from, from the other, and uh, right. I have, to, I have to, to take that. I, mean, I have to, like my, for my painting, you know, I have to, to feel it. And um, so it's really exciting. Now, here's a very introspective question for you. If Jan was a car, if you were a car, what kind of car would you be and why? That's the interesting question, yeah. What car would be? Um, I don't know. So something with a flat, flat six. <laughs> okay, sure. so let's, let's narrow that down a little bit. So a flat six, so it's going to be probably a Porsche. So probably. would it be a road Porsche? Or a racing Porsche? I think a racing Porsche that can go on the road. <laughs> okay, so now we've narrowed it a little further. So maybe I'm trying to think like a Carrera 6, maybe? Or could be a 911 race car? So you tell me. 906. 906, yeah. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, I think that would be great. That would be awesome. Now, you love race cars. So if you were a 906, what is it about that car that means so much to you for me it's the beginning of this kind of uh, thinking about cars i mean with aerodynamics and it's still really light it's like a lot of companies when they're starting to do racing they don't have so much power so they're starting with a small engine or not too big but really with light cars and uh, that works well so that was this area of i think that's that's the, the thing I really like. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. So, Jan, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars yeah sponsors. Metrovac has been manufacturing and providing quality automotive vacuums and blowers since 1939. I've used their portable vacuum and blowers for over 15 years in my garage, on my cars, motorcycles, around my home, and you should too. Their Air Force Master Blaster Revolution is my go-to tool every time I wash and detail my vehicles. Powered by two twin-fan 4.0 peak horsepower motors, the Master Blaster delivers up to 58,000 feet per minute 
of clean, warm, dry, filtered air. Dry your car without a towel and avoid those nagging micro-scratches. Perfect for the wheels, engines, motorcycles, and all those frustrating water traps in trim, door jams, and seals. Check out all of Metrovac's quality products, deliberately made better in the USA. Metrovac is the right choice. Learn more today at Metrovac.com. Use discount code CARSYA20 and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's right, 20% off. Details at CARSYA.com slash sponsors. Okay, Jan, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions for you to answer. And you give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? I received a lot of them, but uh, you always consider them as wrong at the beginning. And then uh, after some time, you say you, you, you were as right. So the best one, I don't know, when somebody is telling you you fail, you, you just have to believe him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success as an artist and a painter? As an artist, the, the thing with habits is I'm trying just to avoid them. If you're just taking uh, having habits, you, you always will go for the same, in the same direction. So I'm trying to avoid them, even if I'm just a human and I can't. But that's what I'm trying to, to do. Okay, great. Very unique answer. I like that. Do you have a resource that you really like that you think our listeners would really enjoy? Mostly, I'm just, when I'm looking for that, I'm looking more for art. So it's an art book. For cars, it's more history of cars. That's what's interesting me. So on, on Facebook, you, you can find some nice group and uh, have some, some good stuff. That's, that's the thing. But mainly it's with books. Books. Well, let's talk a little bit about books. I would assume you probably have many books, but is there one book in particular that you've read that you think our listeners would really enjoy reading as well? I mean, Forecast, there's one book I really like. It's uh, Grand Prix Suisse. Grand Prix Suisse. And uh, it's an old book, and the pictures are really nice. And it's well written. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to these great resources that Jan has shared with us at carsyad.com slash Jan Janu. And Jan's name is spelled Y-A-H-N, and his last name is J-A-N-O-U. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars and painting? I do like really skiing. And for me, it's more or less the, the same feeling than with a car. You know, you always slide. And um, yeah, it's that and climbing also. But it's a long time I, I didn't went there. That's my two other favorite things to do. There are other things, it's about culture and discover, discover some, some new space here and there. I was for the first time in New York last week. Oh, so, wow. Well, that's discovering a new culture. <laughs> new York, it's a bit different than the rest of New York, of US. But I mean, it's really, I was really amazed. And it's, I will do some, some work on that <laughs> soon. <laughs> New York is a very special, unique place for sure. Well, we're up to the checkered flag. This last question can be a real doozy. If you could only have one collector car, and I'll include collector race car, vintage race car if you'd like, in your garage, but don't worry about the price because today I'm going to buy you whatever you would like. 
I'm seeing a really big smile on Jan's face right now, oh, by the yeah. way, since we're <laughs> Skyping here. Uh, he's in he's in Europe, and I'm here in the United States. What would that one vehicle be, and why? The choice is quite hard. I mean, it's normally when I'm having this question, I say for each decade, I need one car. <laughs> Because each decade, it's really, you can find really, really nice and important car for car history. But if I need only one, I will choose something I can use almost every day and something not too old so I can have some fun with it. So I will go back again for the Carrera 6. Ah, okay. Or maybe a short wheelbase, Ferrari 250 short wheelbase. Oh, so the 250 SWB. Yeah. Okay, or the Porsche uh, Carrera. Okay, well, I've got to narrow this down to just one. You only get to pick one, okay? So if you had to pick between the Porsche and the Ferrari SWB, which car would it be? So I answered before, the if I was a car, I would be the Porsche. So I will, I will choose the Ferrari this time. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, I think that's a great choice. I've had many guests here on Cars Yeah pick the SWB. In fact, it, it may be the most popular car of all my guests uh, picking. The Ferrari GTO is very popular as well. But uh, the, the SWB has a special place in my heart too. It's a really, really nice car. What is it about that car that you love so much? The shape, first of all, the shape. And then when I start doing rally as co-driver, the first rally I did was on one of those kind. Oh, wow. We in Spain, and that was really fabulous. That was the first time, and with a good driver, actually, with Jean Sage. He was, uh, at the time, he was the um, Formula One uh, director of Renault when they start doing Formula One. It was the, the man- manager there. So since then... <laughs> yeah, it has a special play. Oh, I can't imagine. That must have been really, really fun. Well, Jan, you have taken me on a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey with me and the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you offer us one parting piece of a guidance or advice before you drive off into the sunset in your Ferrari 250 SWB? One advice, just be honest with what you're doing. That's great. I love that. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and see some of your artwork? You can go on my website. Uh, It's yanjanu.com. On Facebook is my name. Don't post so often, but when I have some new stuff to show, and uh, some exhibition, I'm... I'm doing Cavalino in Florida in January of the year. Retromobile for sure. Normally, I should be again this year at uh, Pebble Beach again, and sometimes during the 24 hours of Le Mans. Great. Awesome. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to Jan's website, Facebook page here at Cars yeah, on his show notes page. And if you're going to be in Florida in January at the Cavalino event, Make sure you go up and say hello to him. And of course, Pebble next year in August or the 24-hour Le Mans if you make that. Everything you can find here at carsyad.com. Just put Jan, Y-A-H-N, in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. Jan, thank you, merci, for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks for all. 
You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.